And I feel like the chat average is probably a six and a half or just above it. Like there's a lot of people in seven. There's as many many people in six, but a bunch in the six and a half, six two five, six seven five. Only a couple people go below six, but that's more than made up for by how many people go seven. So I would say the six and a half, maybe a bit above, is the chat average. How does that compare to where you these zoobs would come down on it? Lines up right about. I think six and a half is what I is my answer to this coming in. I think uh, just like yeah, this is a good show. It's, it, it, Fucking as simple as to catch the wrestles, like no shit. <laughs> oh, the good they put away had a good a bunch of good wrestlers wrestle that like we want to see wrestle that we want to see do well. Um, it was very good to me. I want to join you, beautiful people, and I can't. Oh. And I and I and and to all of you giving this a seven, I love you. And tonight was way better and showed some market improvement. There were some good things. There's some awful stuff on this program. <laughs> expectations are where they are I, I, i'll take this is this is the this new six like and a half <laughs> i know this is the new six and a half to me i guess it's sort of like to me it's representing about as good as it can be right now yeah actually you know what i i like that framing and and again i greatly enjoyed watching tonight's episode of dynamite yeah. but very strong six for me um with, that's with, good like you said strong six is a good show strong six is a good show you know absolutely and the highlight like you pointed out in Takeshita and darby is what i'm what i'm tuning in for so lots of good stuff lots of bad stuff we'll get into it all right here on the ae double dudes which you are now tuned into let's get into it right out the gate it's a filmed samoa joe program or promo this will be a theme of the show zoobs a lot of talking on tonight's show mm-hmm. a lot of jabber jocking but luckily <laughs> samoa joe was more than up to the task because he cuts what i thought was just flatly an awesome promo i guess technically his first as champion he says I don't make predictions. I keep promises. And then he goes on to explain his actions to MJF. In the first match, of course, the Grand Slam match that you and I both enjoyed, MJF did everything he could. Cheated, used a weapon to win the match. And in order to get back at him, I turned everyone he loved against him. His best friend, that whole gang, all successful. He's never coming back. I'm holding his title. Who's laughing now? You're a scumbag. I'm a cold-hearted son of a bitch. It's like, you can't trifle with Snow Joe, can you, Zoobs? Yeah, he ruined his life, essentially. Like, pretty <laughs> pretty concretely. A lot of people were gunning to do it, and we have given been given the answer that Samoa Joe did it. Samoa Joe's that dog right now. Holy shit. I'm so excited for this title reign right now, and... Well, I don't think it's going to be the longest title reign in AEW history. I'm very excited for even just week-to-week promos and little things like this. Joe's so good at bringing interest in small moments. Then, you know it's all about the boom. I'm cool, baby. Oh, we're not doing the whole shebang. We're not. It's just the song for a bit. Get it out of your system. And then something has taken over oh it looks like adam cole's music has been infused by something very devilish indeed as he hops out on crutches still not over this both guys people are mjf and cole are both injured we're wearing like they're not anyway we can't we can't dwell uh he's coming out he's got the boys with him of course and they've got a new name zoobs the undisputed kingdom Actually, I'm not going to say what I think about this name. 
We're going to get to a very early keep it or kick it. Yeah. What I had a feeling. I had a feeling. What do you think You were going to throw the line in the water first before you spoke on that. How'd you know? <laughs> just had a feeling. You got the senses. Maddie, if you don't mind getting ready on the music, let's do it just this easy. Keep it or kick it. Of course, I'm going to give a prompt from my wrestling brain and you, the brainiacs in the chat, and then you, the zoobs. We're going to tell me using the email to your email bar. If you want to keep that prompt, when you like it, you love it, you want some more of it. <laughs> I haven't even said the damn prompt. They can't yeah. wait. We said we got some pre we got some pre-kick. We got some pre-kick going on. You gotta flip it on them. Well then that they're not, don't should it be yeah. <laughs> the name isn't not <laughs> as good as they could do. <laughs> uh, uh. All right, I see a bunch of kicks. Okay, keep it. This statement, I love my mother. Okay. <laughs> wow. I don't want to associate with people. People like. hate it. People, <laughs> wow, they see well, a bunch of nasty people are trying to hate their mom zooms. It's nasty business. All right, here we go. Keep it or kick it. This statement. The undisputed kingdom is a bad name. Ah. Uh, so we're going to count again. after OC and best friend. Keep it the or first. kick it. Oh, uh, keep it or kick it. You flipped it. You flipped it. That's what I have written on the page. I didn't flip anything. I know. It's too good. I'm reading. So let's clarify one more time. It's the undisputed, undisputed kingdom. kingdom is a bad name. It's a bad name. Okay, and I'm I'm gonna go with the first time OC and best friends voted all keeps as the cutoff line because uh, that was the first that, that was out there before we introduced the idea. So sure, uh, Gritchy is our first vote. Gritchy. I am Ahab. Hey, my name is Will. Scoots Brodo, Niblets 05, Kev Sell, all keep it. That's six people in a row. Uh, then a kick from OC and Best Friends. Uh, then Qui-Gon Gin and Juice, Pace Fall, Cadenza, Headhunter, that's 10, Sam Fells, Heart Note, Anfield Road, AB19, Albi Pardon Me 19, Danny DeRoshan, Ashton Kutcher, 15. Uh, and then a kick from Dark Lord DKL, then keeps from Truly McGinnis, low effort defenseman, Corvax 1266, Sludge Williams. Uh, gets you just under 20, but then a whole bunch of kicks. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine in a row. Closes uh, the gap. About two-thirds towards keep. It's VZC, Suppa 55, Irish Mac 21, Area Thrasher, Fruits Redible, Torque Penderloin, Dennis Dirty Work, and Keegs 1717 all kicking it. So uh, about two to one, about two to one for, for, kick, for keep there. And what do you think about this, Zeus? How does that line up with you? Would you be keeping or kicking this one? The undisputed kingdom. Nobody is disputing these guys are a kingdom. <laughs> no, no, maybe not nobody. <laughs> uh, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I think it's dumb. Yeah, I think it's dumb. I think they're all. It's you're just like combining two other names in companies that weren't this one. Yes. And without Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. I, I don't really know. I guess I guess you can be undisputed with just Cole and Rod Strong, but 
I don't know. Like, it feels nothing about it. It's not a good enough name that it's worth forcing these two worlds together for me. Yes, for me, it's like if you think those both of those names are good ideas, trust yourself to come up with a third good idea versus using the two good ideas you already had. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate Slack saying, who cares? Slack, this was the first 21 minutes of the show. I, I couldn't possibly care more about everything. About this is your main <laughs> event heel act of the main show we watch. I care. I wrote down two pages of notes about it. I couldn't care. Well, who cares? <laughs> this one, did you, this is what the whole first 20 minutes of the show was. <laughs> I suspect you care. <laughs> AW loves mashup names and they're bad, says G. Ritchie. I agree. Hard note it's happening. Out. It's happening to wrestling and, and sports in general. The whole like the nicknames of sports have sort of taken this decline, where people you just like you're just shorten people's names, and wrestling in general has sort of taken that on. Where like for some reason a bunch of tag teams end up becoming like you know the the combination of the two teams' names, and it's like coming up with a cool nickname for the that reflects your style a little better would be more fun than. E-Rod, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I just feel like you could have... There's nothing wrong with just doing a new name here. The Kingdom yes. doesn't have enough name cachet that it's something that even has to be included. In my Well, this, this, whole, this whole thing, mission accomplished, they have the ROH Tag Team Championships, so... <laughs> All good. <laughs> Boy, wash my hands of that. Uh, Fruiser Edible saying, wait until the Bucks join them, and it's the Undisputed Kingdom Club. <laughs> yeah that, that does feel like it completely happened mogul embassy is worse says sludge williams don't agree but maybe that's mm. a swerve goodwill thing for me Could all be. right uh i like the entrance the where the boom's supposed to be just being like a lights out spotlight on the group i thought that's a really cool visual but then immediately roderick strong says who's ready to listen to my best friend adam and i was like oh come on man this was the chance to shed all this shit. The first thing, this this is the time to not, you just cast it aside. But then from here on out, I think they all did a pretty good job of explaining what was going on. Positionally, I like that they said, you know, Roderick's going for TNT, Wardlow's going for world title, the Kingdom's already the tag champions, and then when I'm feeling better, Wardlow will, will be champion and he'll forfeit his to me. I love laying things out that clearly. I think that's awesome. And positionally, you can start to do the matchmaking of who these divisions sort of exist within. And I feel like that's all incredibly strong. And so I don't like the show opening with a 20-minute promo segment. That's just not the way after a Joe talkie. Like, that's not what I want to do. But they did a, a good job of getting across that MJF was actually a crappy guy. And the audience are idiots for hating them for stopping a terrible guy. Now, Zoobs, they really stress MJF is never coming back. MJF is done. He's dead. He's cooked. I don't know if you saw. He's been removed from the AEW roster. Uh, have you ever been more sure MJF's coming back? I mean, look, it doesn't look good, right? I mean, holy, it seems like he's not coming back. <laughs> That's all I can. That's all I can think because if you know they famously uh, love to address it, <laughs> so <laughs> their favorite. Yeah, they love to address when things are going on and people aren't around. So that's good. <laughs> um, Sam Felsing, wasn't there a whole thing in ROH about Adam Cole being dead? Yeah, that rings a bell. 
I think that was just the storyline, just the web series. I just beat MJF to the punch, continues Cole, which is honestly a good point to be made about his character. We saw MJF try to turn on him, what, at least two times during, before, with better than you, baby. So I think he's wise to point this out. MJF needed me more than I needed him. And this the crowd hates this. They don't think this is true. So well done by him. And then he says, the devil's here to stay, baby. We'll get to what happens next after this. Zoobs, what did you think of the debut promo of the gentleman here in the Undisputed Kingdom? I'll tell you what I did like about it was that he was saying things that are true if you look at them a certain way, right? Which I think is important. Um, My favorite line of this was he said, when he was talking about, as you mentioned, that MJF needs him more than he needs MJF. He points out the like, you all cheer for MJF now. And that you like literally before me, that I'm the reason that happened. Like before Adam Cole, nobody ever cheered for MJF. It didn't happen um it's sort of like a very good true observation is and it it is like a a real motivation i think is is important behind these things i worry you sort of the joke you made off the top but this is about sort of the whole thing can't be about mjf we've seen this so many times already where like a this faction sprouts up and its whole thing is to take down mjf and then like they're they get outsmarted and they're gone it's completely like lost in this world so um we'll see yeah i, I thought it was fine it was, it was a good promo it's, I, I like it like you pointed out i like they didn't do the music they didn't do the baby they they what's what we've ever asked him all we've ever asked of adam cole uh of course when he comes back and wrestles he'll be too he, he won't be able to help himself he won't be able to walk through the curtain and not do it but um that yeah, part does still suck but there's nothing you can be done about it I'm into Roderick Strong in the international title scene. I think that's cool. And I think him and Orange Cassidy would likely whip. Again, the kingdom doesn't really do much for me. But the big question here, Zoobs, it doesn't help Wardlow's case in the world title scene that it's held by Samoa Joe right now, does it? Like one of the guys that I think would be very hard to sell people into another match with. Am I I wrong on this? Or is Joe Wardlow, whatever it be, three, the collision of Ward-Joe, a hindrance to Wardlow's chances of interest in the world title picture, as is pointed out by Adam Cole here. Yeah, I'd say it does for this for the time being. I think that's a, that's a very well likely, as a matter of fact. Um, we'll see where that pays off. He, he's sort of the one guy that is not changed at all, right? He's sort of back to being the heavy that stands behind the main guy that just does grunt work. So we'll see what we'll see what it, we'll see what, what happens with Wardlow here because it's a strange. It's a strange spot. For, not strange. It's like a it's a retreaded spot for him jay white comes out i don't want to be the collateral he's i don't care about he likes he's saying he doesn't he likes i'm gonna try to surmise this big thing here i didn't think jay was especially great here he was trying he what he said was basically i like what the devil was up to besides when the devil attacked me and so now i gotta come for you and i brought some backup and I like this, the guns running out in like a Tully and Arn enforcer style, just tough guy, baby faces storming down the ramp. I was actually pretty excited to see the guns here. The kingdom jumps off. They're, they're nervous about what's going on, but then they try to fight off the guns. They still have the numbers advantage. And then boom, the acclaimed here come Bowens. 
here come Caster. And I thought the Zooms must have been having a stroke as Daddy Ass clears the ring. All these guys, Jay White, <laughs> the Guns, Caster, Bowens. Whoa, Daddy Ass is here. Yowza. Run, run, run. Um, a lot of run-ins, a lot of involvement. Um, yeah, what did, you, what did you think of Jay here and these setups uh, of these feuds to come? I think, uh, you know, again, I like the, the easy identifiable thing where it's like they were they were both screwed over in the midst of this so there's it's not that it's not like they're partners but it's a, it's a friend of, uh, enemy of my enemy is my yeah friend sort of situation i like that i like the dynamics i like being able to you know let's explore some different reasons why people fight let's explore some stuff i think um it is what it is with the trios division right as, as well i sort of like it's going to be a big trios thing so my interest in it is never going to hit real true heights but it's good that something's happening here is just flatly Jay White versus Wardlow interesting? And is that who would be the 1A and 1A guys of the respective factions to square off right now? Not really, yeah. Uh, not really interesting to me at all, no. <laughs> Frankly, I, I, you know, Jay, Jay, the Jay thing is what it is. I feel like you need him playing up um, in the lineup versus sort of muddling around in the middle. It doesn't, it never seems like you get the best of him. Didn't hate the segment. I just felt like it was reminiscent of other shows that I don't like very much. It was just a long... Again, I don't mean to take this giant... You can make everything look the same when you're not being very specific. I can only tell you it did make me feel like long promo, one run-in, another run-in, setting up a big multi-man down the road. It's like, this, this feels too familiar to me and not in a good way. But then we get to see something I like very much. Well, I suppose that's not really true. It was a promo I'd already seen, but a good promo. So I suppose that's and it's eddie kingston he's backstage and he's saying that winning the continental classic which was phenomenal work for him he discovered something i have confidence he laughs and if you haven't seen this promo in full they played only a minute of it on the show tonight i think it's like three and a half to five minutes really really good stuff as he feels the relief of success zooms i, I felt this before in my life zooms of course a long time ago but the the relief of success you know you accomplish you've run the race and that's what Eddie's giving off here. That chip on a shoulder, angry, Queens, Yonkers representative, a little less present. I like seeing this side of Eddie. Yeah, I love, I mean, listen, it's the easiest points that you can score on the board for me week in, week out is like show the things that Eddie's been saying to people. Uh, show Eddie on the show and put Eddie on the show and give him all the titles. No complaints. Uh, that's sort of the, <laughs> that's the world I want to live in. Show me it every week and give him every belt you have. We do have to say they did really satisfy us in that way. Not us, but the collective AEW fan base in it's it's really something. Yeah. Orange Cassidy enters with uh, Hook and Danhausen uh, at his sides. And we need to talk a little bit about this rain zoobs because it doesn't feel very good to me. The second Orange Cassidy international title reign. Neither of us liked putting it back the title back on him, but it, none of it's his fault. He's a great performer. And in some ways, it just makes me feel like his defenses are live, which is interesting. I do feel like almost anybody could beat him, and the, the change is probably going to come soon. But when you pair him up here against Dante Martin, this is not – it's really tough for me to be super zapped into. I wasn't – I wasn't, like, care a lot about. Even if the in-ring action is good, which in this match, I thought the in-ring action was very good, actually. And, yeah, I don't know. I Do you know what I mean about the OC rain right now? 
Yeah, no, we got, listen, we got, we raised this thing up. We got it all the way up to Mox, Phoenix. Like he, he did all this. He climbed this mountain already with like getting the title into the most prestigious defenses he could possibly get them into. So it feels um, not retread, but you know, we, it, it, it got to where it needed to be. Uh, and he had, and he had moved on and we had moved on. Um, and now it feels like you said, it feels tough to even know what the right move that this thing is. There's a lot of titles and a lot of attention has gone around. I don't think it'll, too much to rehab this but it is uh i don't know it's sort of been muckied around there's six man stuff there's the like who's actually who he actually teams with because he's sort of best friends he's sort of with hook and and uh danhausen he's sort of like all over the place a little bit he's sort of um just a cool guy that like wanders around and has the belt in a backpack i suppose so that is part of it maybe a feature not a bug but um it's been a, it's been a murky second run with it that's for sure I even think he could move up the card after dropping the title. I just think specifically that legendary reign where he was broken down. You had a nice open and shut story there. And to just now to have a worse one after it, it's like a, a lackluster sequel to a movie. It's like, ah, we didn't order when they make a mini series out of a really good something. The mini series, like, I stretch this out. It's not, a, it could have just been left it alone. Mm. What do you think about Sam Fells' pitch in here to catch the squashing OC to take it from him? That'd be cool. Yeah, pretty cool. We can set up. I'm into it. Um, all the same, Orange Cassidy does defend his title. It, Dante Martin does manage to get cool hang time in a way that not a lot of people do. He's he like he has that Leo Rush thing where he can just stay floating in the air longer. The opposite of Joey Janela or Mick Foley or CM Punk or all the greats. Um, and uh, <laughs> popped Matt with that one. Always, always nice to get a Matt laugh on the show. And Josh loves yeah. a lead ass. I do. Yeah. <laughs> tell tell your friends. Uh, <laughs> now they accidentally play Top Flight's music again post-match. And everybody sort of looks around confused. And they go, no, no, not, not that tag team. And they play Private Party's music. So it's Private Party's back. It's Zay and Quinn. Yep. Sure is. This is Private Listen. Party. Listen, it's ta it's a tag team that comes down and says we should have tag team matches in the tag team division. I'll take what I can get for as a as a very first step in the like we remember this division exists in 2024. I thought it was very cool to let them talk about how bad the tag division's been. Sometimes you do just have to own that. Yeah. I must admit though, when they started calling out who is currently in the tag division, it's like does the tag division suck right now? They're all in trios. We knew this, we knew this would happen. A bunch it of teams really, are stuck up in the trios. It's really, it's really, they, they almost called attention to it. I suppose eventually I'll have Aussie open back and that'll help the division a great deal. Um, I wouldn't mind Takeshita and Powerhouse being a more dedicated tag team and maybe entering the tag division full time. They have a tag team match coming this week. I wouldn't mind seeing them just be a presence in this division. Yeah, they we'll didn't see. mention the champs. They talk about the division, the, the division, and then didn't mention the champions. Well, yeah, because they're talking about all the tag teams. Yeah, that's right. Not, not, not the two guys holding the tag titles, Ricky and Big Bill, who entered a Ricky Starks's theme. <laughs> and are introduced Listen, as Ricky and nobody Big can Bill. beat them. Nobody can beat them. Again, yeah, Big Bill's a really tough guy. I, I like them. I like them a great deal. But again, if you're thinking all the tag, I, I bet if I asked the Zoobs, name all the AEW tag teams. Ricky and Bill would not be in the first two or three names that you would uh, spit up, I don't think. 
Evidently, neither would it for the private party because they didn't say them. <laughs> Power soup, not a bad name from G. Ritchie there. Um, I guess it's it's nice to have fresh blood with a clear vision. I've never really had much time for these guys before. Maybe they can be better now. And I'm willing to give them a shot. They came out with a good energy and speak it a good message. So yeah, let's let's go private party. Let's see something. Let's see something awesome. And we also see something from House of Black and and FTR in this show. So a, a step towards a tag division, maybe. Absolutely. Scoots Proto wondering where the young bucks are. I I wonder too. I don't know. Seems like like lately it's it's, it's the no elite wrestling. You know. No no, no elite. elite. Yeah. No elite wrestling. Is, I, yeah, I, no elite. I haven't seen a lot. Luckily, I'm happy to say here, maybe my favorite timeless Tony Storm segment in uh, a minute. As she goes, she walks in and she goes, Renee, your perfume is overwhelming. <laughs> such, a, such an insulting thing to say. It's like, okay, your perfume, that's too strong. Leave me alone. Uh, I was so excited to come to work today. But that's because I mistakenly thought we were going to New York. We're in New Jersey. I'm leaving. I, I, I'm i out of here. I don't want to be in this place. And the crowd hates this. And Renee goes, hang on, hang on, hang on. Mariah May is wrestling next. She's been dying for you to stick around. You can't stick around for a little while more and watch Mariah May's matches. And she goes, darling, I don't watch wrestling. Chin, tits. And then kicks her shoe off as Luther carries her out. Pretty good. Yeah. She's an actress. Why would she watch wrestling? Yeah. Why would she? She's watching Godfather 2. Or... She calls them films. That's how. Whoa. That's how, okay. That's how prestigious she is. How many movies do you think she watched this year, though? She's a real, she's a real cinephile. Who knows, man? It's hard to say. The talkies, you could watch them all day. Yeah. You watch them all day. They're a little shorter, too. Yeah. That's. I mean, how could they not be? Do you think Tony Storm watches two movies a week? Sorry, films? Yes, I do. Wow. Oh, she calls them pictures, says Bobby Burritos. That's Bobby oh, true. pictures, yeah. Talkies, even. Yeah. Yep. These, Bobby's a guy who's in the business, or adjacent to the business, so it makes sense he would know. That's true. She's really into Orson Welles, said Ashton Kutcher. Very true. Uh, DJ Sternat saying there's an old Kipper Keeper kick about Tony Shtick still being over. It is. Tony has a Criterion account. <laughs> People, it's starting to get into the cinephile words. I'm starting to have no idea what's going on. We'll move on. Here's the aforementioned House of Black promo on F the Revival, FTR. I thought really good stuff here from Malachi. You challenge. He sounded more up-tempo and sort of on fire against what had been said. Challenge accepted in North Carolina in front of your friends, your family, your wife, he names his wife, and your daughter, he names his daughter. They're using their first names. He goes, and when you lose, you're going to have to go face them in a heap. Great stuff. I mean, geez, if I was if I was wrestling FTR, I don't know. Last thing I would say is the wife and daughter name. You know that's going, but maybe you know sometimes in like a Conor McGregor Jose Aldo way, you want to get your opponent fired up beforehand. You know, they're so fired up they make a mistake. Mm. Yeah, a technician, so some, technician somewhere in between. Dax. Somewhere in between Dax saying, "That's your moment to hit." <laughs> I'm excited. Listen, 
you know, this was the the thing that I, the, we love House of Black, um, and we love Malachi. And when he first came over here, it felt like an enormous deal, and the entrance was so sick. And we were like, yes, this guy's unleashed. Um, and if it if it's only tag, it ends up only being tags and three and six man. So be it. Just want to see him involved uh, often, like yes, saying threatening things to people one week and then fighting them the next week. Not that complicated. Not that complicated. You got to think this match is going to be. It's gonna rip. I assume it's gonna rip. Yeah. And I like this emergence of Brody King as the singles guy of House of Black. I'm willing to make that trade off if Malachi and Buddy Boy are gonna be the tag. Yeah. Oh, I'll take that trade off every day. It's almost my ideal situation, to be honest. There's two things Dax loves, says Scoots Brodo: making stuff about himself on Twitter and family. Two nice things. I mean, geez, amen. I like those things. Okay, excited about this next part, Zoops. Queen Aminata is here as Mariah May's debut opponent. Zoops, how much Mariah May in-ring wrestling have you seen? Uh, I saw a mixtape, well, Twitter, like you know, like the, t- the Twitter mixtape where it's like a minute. So about a minute, but one minute of a montage of laying it in. But I'm you've saying. seen, you've seen, you're basically I've seen, mo- I've seen moves, yeah. Hold on, it's like Midge time. Yeah, yeah there we sorry. go. She was meowing at my feet. I don't know if the mic was picking that up. Hi, Midge. Welcome to the show. Um, I loved this match. I've seen very little Mariah May. I've maybe seen more clips than you, and I watched a tag match she was in, but I have not seen, I don't think, any full singles match of hers. And I got to tell you, if if I'm backstage, and I, uh, this is going to sound a little rude, maybe, but this is all. I'm just telling you what I how I felt watching this match. If I'm backstage and I'm watching this match and I'm a person in charge, I'm saying, what the hell have we been doing? What have we been putting? This was so much better than most women's matches that have been on the show lately. All women's matches that have been on the show lately, like noticeably better. I know Queen Aminata is somebody that people in the know have always been quite high on. She's gotten some moments, I think, in AW, but definitely ROH under Tony Khan before. Always been a good showing there. But I thought we got two sluggers here. These two were bombing on one another. I, I was just complaining about Abaddon last week and these super laborious, non-impactful strikes. <clears throat> Excuse me. This had none of that. Had absolutely none of that. The, Mariah May, within the first 30 seconds of this match, just bombs onto the ropes, hits them so hard, and goes at her. Queen Aminata puts up a fight. Even the headlocks are more cinched in. I just thought, obviously, these are two people who were wrestling to make an impression. And the impression was made, at least for me. I, I hate to get, you know, sucked in and, and you know, one appearance and become a big mark all of a sudden. But I, I'm all in on Mariah May and Queen Aminata, for the record. But I don't think they're running with her. But what does Mariah May not have so far? Supernatural on the mic. Potatoes people in ring. Uh, can talk. Star presence. I, I, don't, I don't see a reason to not go all in here, Zeus. Uh, the, uh, the drop kicks. Once she started laying the drop oh. kicks in, it was like, whoa, oh, wow. You almost like forget. You're like, they're right. This is supposed to be. This is what this is supposed to be. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, great in terms of a first showing, in terms of a first uh, impression. I, absolutely for me. And, and as you right to point out, Queen Aminata as well. Like somebody that you want somebody that can give and receive it, especially with some of the people that are on this roster, like a like Hater, like Statlander, like. Uh, the the kind of like strong wrestlers that you have on this roster, like pretty 
useful, I think, to have this and 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 to have her as part of the division. It, you know, to get there, it started to come together with like you can see that it's coming together with numbers of like reliably yeah. quite good people, and they're starting to they're starting to get the gears going on stories and things that are happening and. and you know, it's starting, it's starting to, you can see it. It's starting to lay down a little bit of richness to the vision, I think, when I may, it, as soon as she's off the Tony Storm part of this thing, it's going, like, sky's the limit, for sure. Yep. Right there with you. Actually, I'm bumping up to a 6.25 for tonight, going up from a 6. I forgot about how much uh, promise I felt from this segment. So I'm raising my score to a 6.25. There we go. Put it on the record. We're up point two. That's a grid. That's, that's got to be the highest you've been on a Dynamite in, in a long time. Yeah, 6.25 would be the high. Yeah, I mean, that's how I feel. Tonight was the best dynamite in a while, so that's aligned with it. And I think it did give a six recently. So you're right. This probably should have been a 6.25 out the gate. Thank you, Mariah May. Sam Fell saying stardom wrestlers are just a different breed. I think the world of uh, Sam's opinions, I like what Sam has to say. But I, I don't watch a lot of stardom. And people are always telling me every stardom wrestler is the best. And then I see him in AEW, and it's, it's sometimes good, sometimes bad. But not... They're certainly not on what the way Mariah May came across tonight. I thought Mariah May was a cut above tonight. Um, yeah. Awesome. Uh, Tork Penelope letting us know his daughter is big into Queen Aminata. That rocks. I've loved Ooh. getting the his kids' opinions on the show lately. It's it's fun to see that lens. What jumps out to them, you know, Zoops? Yeah, of course. Oh, my God. The the way that kids look at, look at the world, it's amazing. I wonder when Sammy's going to lay eyes on the biz for the first time well he's yeah i mean he's it's lay eyes on and like, right that's a dumb way of putting it. he's obviously yeah. laid eyes on it yeah but you know you know at some point misawa's gonna grab him it's in his blood <laughs> look at his father is. it's not it's true he's, he's gonna circle in that drain man great promo here from uh house of black and ftr and a great showing from a, a queen aminata and mariah may i thought that this was all good stuff then we get to a promo backstage. Renee's with Swerve and Prince Nana, who also, I should say, uh, I showed my my two youngest sisters three pro wrestling matches over Christmas, and uh, they were they were, I can only say, intoxicated by Swerve and Prince Nana. Sure, they thought they were like they had me about a hundred questions for me about Prince Nana. They were like, he does what for him? It's like he hypes them up. He distracts the opponent sometimes. And we watched Hangman and Swerve too. And when he just gets mauled by Hanger at the end to the floor, they were like, oh, no. Like, they just, just <laughs> giant reaction for their, they, they just, I don't even know if they liked Prince Nana. They just couldn't have been more interested. It's like, he's dancing in front of the guy who's kicking ass. Like, what is he thinking? <laughs> That's amazing to learn. I love really that. Really great. That's um, amazing. Here's Prince Nana to say, I'm here with the boss of oh, bosses. We skipped past uh, the debut in the division. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. That's you're absolutely right. Good catch, chat. Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, we'll we'll go back to that. Just finish this out. And Swerve says, "Yeah, I don't know why I wrote it down in that order. Actually, Dion is on the next page. I probably just had a space thing going on. Uh, now I'm thrown. <laughs> uh, Swerve says he's getting this match because I respect him." But eventually, I'll be coming for Samoa Joe. And, of course, he's talking about his match later on tonight with Daniel Garcia. He says he's impressed with his Continental Classic performance. And that's why he's getting this match. But he's on to bigger and better things after this. 
All right, Deanna Perrazzo comes out. Big reaction here in New Jersey. Deanna, Deanna. I just got to tell everybody I am a stated non-fan of this lady. I don't think she's any good. And <laughs> I would like to be wrong and see some, some out of depth in the division. But boy, I was not. Not feeling optimistic tonight. As she says, Renee, I'm sure you know this, but I'm from New Jersey. Huge pop. Woo, and people start here. chanting New Jersey. Mm. New Jersey. <laughs> I can't remember this happening before. And places just cheer. But this is a city where they said the name. <laughs> I, uh, the, Vancouver, yeah, Vancouver. I don't even know. I, I you know what? Now that you put me on the spot, I can't even think about I, I can't even remember one. No. Boston. Boston. It's Boston. hard to imagine. But New Jersey, yeah. here they go. That's where she's from. And then she's just, inc- she sounds horrified. She's very shaky voiced and nervous. And she basically tells Mariah May that she'll go through her, but she's on the way to the women's title. And Mariah says, well, go tell yourself, I'm not your messenger, bitch. And Mariah comes across <laughs> way better here, I feel like. <laughs> Did she seem a little nervous, says Headhunter? I, I thought she seemed more than a little nervous. I thought she seemed extremely nervous uh that's your point i was like man mariah may crushed her with like one sentence here pretty pretty simply for me was like just like really seeming you talked about being the cut above i was like damn mariah may is this, this jana prodso you did a ton of experience and a, and, a, and a name that's been all over just like blowing her off the screen before tonight did you have much of an opinion of diana prazo coming in zoobs i would say exactly zero i have no idea yeah, I guess you're you you are sort of Mr. TNA though, so that's surprising. Yeah, never never once. A name I've seen on Twitter, but I've never sat down and watched a match or releasing clips. Maddie Mac read it as her being very emotional by the reception. She should have steered into that then. She should have been like, These people got me feeling emotional. You can't be talking shit and sounding shaky in the voice and nervous. You can't be like, I'm coming, I'm coming for you, Zoops. I'm beat <laughs> you up. Also, it even sounds, if that is the case, they weren't even chanting for her. They were chanting for the city she was from. They did chant Diana as well. Okay, okay, okay. But, okay, okay, but, okay. but it's um, Aria Thrasher saying a friend of mine who is a property of Impact Wrestling <laughs> says she is always sounding nervous and breathless. That seems like a bad trait for pro, uh, doing promos. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that seems unpromising that your friend who always watches says, "Oh, this is." That's what I think. It's exactly how she always sounds. That's what they're saying. <laughs> Torpedo Lux says it's a different <laughs> kind of DNA for Zeus. Yeah. Ah, stop. <laughs> Got him. Stop that. Reddit said it or Maddie Mac read it. Yeah, not a bad <laughs> an interesting game. All right. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo. I, I don't know. I, I'm Okay, so let's say this. I thought a bad performance from Deanna Perrazzo. I hope she has learned to wrestle faster since last time I watched her. However, some focused attention on the women's division. Adding Diana Prazo's a name. There's no doubt about that. She's not nobody. And while I thought Queen Aminata had the performance that deserved the All Elite uh, logo sticker graphic afterwards. But yeah, I don't know. I I will remain optimistic, but I've never seen her be good at anything. And her first <laughs> promo was not encouraging. I'm higher on her because my I am at zero. That's what we're saying. That's I'm well, a, a completely no knowledge at all. So I'm measures higher than her. Than you well, what about just after tonight? Just in the, <laughs> did you have thoughts on her promo being better than completely me? Completely forgettable in terms of the what happened in the show. If if the chat didn't point out that we skipped it, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have uh, been the one to remind you. 
I kind of agree with C Suppa that she still does raise the floor of the division. Can I think she's not very she has she's she's a known quantity enough. Do you know what I'm saying here, Zoobs? I do. A, a professional wrestler that will like professionally wrestle. Very slowly, but yeah. <laughs> Can't there, wait. Anyway. I assume she'll be the she'll be the dynamite one. That's our luck. We'll get, she'll be the dynamite. Oh yeah, Mariah May will be on. Oh, don't even put that out there. Uh, I couldn't go more in with Mariah May though. I, I really thought great strikes. The what you call it, the May Day, the Falcon Arrow she finishes with looks outstanding. I want to see her with. I saw a lot of names in the chat. I agree with all of them. I want to see her wrestle all any any of the hard hitting gang, the Athena, Tony Storm, Chris Statlander, Willow Gang. Yeah, give me, give me, give me a man before midnight. Ready to watch all those. <laughs> Christian Cage is out. With the Waynes. Is it Shayna Wayne? Am I right about this? Is the... I want to say that it is Shayna Wayne. Chat, any confirmation that Shayna Wayne? Shayna Wayne? Shayna Wayne? Shayna Wayne? Williams saying Deanna and Taya will need to be at 1.75 speed to be watchable. <laughs> they should make that match. They have them both under contract now, right? I don't understand. New Serena Deeb. I like Serena Deeb. Shayna, yeah. There we go. Shane of Wayne. Yeah. Shane of Wayne, Torpin Lord. Thank you very much. Shane Wayne. Uh, now, Shane of Wayne, they're in New Jersey tonight, so I think there's a chance. She's a fan of a guy I'm a fan of. Rage and Al Iaquinta. Because Rage and Al, famous New Jersey uh, resident, once, I believe it was in North Dakota, when he was getting booed after winning a split decision over Jorge Masvidal, he said, boo me? Are you booing me right now? Fuck you! Fuck you! Boo me! Boo me! Fuck you! An all-time great poem roll from Ray Janelle. As Shayna Wayne opens up with, You boo me? You boo me? You boo a mother? How dare you? She's good. I thought she was uh, riling up the people here. Great stuff to hear from her. And then we hand the mic over to Christian. And Zoobs? Behind me every week is this book, Champion of the World, by Chad Dundas. And Chad Dundas wrote a series of short stories about territory wrestling called The Territories. And you know what all the heels of The Territories call the good guys? They What's call that? them sweat hogs. <laughs> they call them sweat hogs, Zooms. It's like, oh, are these sweat hog fans? Are you a bunch of sweat hogs? We'll always call them one another sweat hogs. And here, Christian says... You're all a bunch of sweat hogs. And I came up for this. I was like, yes, this is, I, I don't think I've heard this uttered on pro wrestling television in the, at least past the two thousands. Really fantastic insult. I love you, Nick. I love you, Shayna, for raising Nick <laughs> and Adam Copeland for one last time. I, for putting you away, landing the last shot, being the one who finally clinched the title win. I want to thank me. So he doesn't thank Kilsley. He thanks everybody. He thanks you, Shane. Thanks, not me. I want to thank me for doing that to Adam Copeland. <laughs> and now, Adam, I think we're done here because we're 2-0. and <laughs> I could talk about how your father was dead when you were a boy or how your mother is dead. But I'm done here. I'm done with you, Adam Copeland. <laughs> Maestro. Maestro work from Christian Zoo. 
<laughs> so funny just to hear repeated back it's so good like <laughs> just reading it back is so good uh, like me snoop dogg style <laughs> incredible the the, the kill switch stuff is really incredible um top notch he's a he's a master it's incredible um true or false zoobs we are sweat hogs i'm certainly am a sweat hog for sure no guilty question. as charge yeah <laughs> a very sweaty guy <laughs> no question sweat hogs we are the patriarchy and that's uh it's a good faction name it's happening and now we go backstage you're, you're getting your all factions you're getting your all factions world the influence of wbcw ruby soho is backstage looking a little annoyed with Soraya, who has scouted Harley Cameron as a member of the Outcasts. She says, look, I dressed her like one of us, and indeed, she's in some sort of S&M adjacent leather gear. And Ruby Soho is there as well. And she says, we're dressed like us. And Ruby goes, I don't know. Last time we had sort of an unhinged blonde, it didn't go that well. Referring to Tony Storm, of course. She goes, listen, I said nothing about her sanity, but she's going to be helpful. And then Harley Cameron psychotically says, I would do anything for you guys. Anything. And then uh, Ruby sort of storms off and Soraya's like, you got to fucking chill, man. And then they go after Ruby. So the, the, the new outcast zoobs, Harley, Ruby, and Soraya. I find Harley uh, legitimately funny still because it's very, very early to it. I'm sure over time it will stop being funny. Both times I've seen it, I'm like, that's actually pretty funny. It's like a Mickey James thing. The the obsessed fan, crazy person. I yeah. suppose it's a little bit that describes she's, Mariah she's, May maybe close. Playing it way differently than than you know than Mariah is playing hers. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, I thought this was this was all right. All right, Zoobs, let's get back into a highlight of Dynamite, in my opinion. It's Kanosuke Takeshita versus Darby Allen and Tubes, if you don't mind, I'd just like to say, <clears throat> you and I, we watch a lot, and, and, and let's face it, everybody here watches so much wrestling that you almost latently are, okay, we're in this part, we're in this part, I kind of see what's going on here. Um, this match did not fit into the format of the atypical Dynamite match. This was, you just have to give it up for Darby Allen, man. Who on earth wants the assignment to be all right beat the hell out of me as if i have rubber bones and i will get <laughs> one hope spot which you will block in a painful way to me and then you will continue battering me and win darby allen's not a jobber he's not an entry-level talent he's a high-end card very over baby face and he's willing to just march out there against kadosuke takeshita and take an ass kicking that i can't even really understand Zeus. What's going on? How does he do it? He's amazing. What a perfect pairing. What a perfect guy to give uh, us to have to catch the face. Um, man, perfect match of like a guy that we've been saying nonstop, like just give us to catch the running people over and the perfect guy. Maybe nobody better in the world getting run over than Darby Allen. Uh, man, it's crazy. One of those, it's, 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 it's a classic dynamite and that we got one of those matches on it. That was like, I can't believe this isn't a pay-per-view I can't believe this is just on TV. This, this they're going this hard and, and this rocks this much. I, I, that's what's so great about Dynamite to us, and I think is a big reason um, scores are so high tonight. 
Let's go uh, daydream mode a little bit here. Is it fun to be Takeshita living through doing this match? Oh, yeah. It's got to be unbelievable. You're just literally just throwing a guy around and like running around, jumping off stuff, and just like chucking this guy. It must be amazing. Because you say, it's like, oh, man, there are these moments I just go, oh, my God. And I don't even know which moment you're talking about. It could be the <laughs> German superplex. It could be the Darby sprinting for his full speed dive as always into Takeshita's jumping knee on the outside. Crazy. You could just go unconscious doing that for sure. You're just, there's an absolute chance you're getting KO'd. Not even the worst thing that could happen to you in that situation. Or the 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 goddamn when he folds him in with the coffin drop block onto the knees, but they do it. You know the pro wrestling way. It's like, oh, we got knees, but I guess they're landing on like more of the calves, and they sort of bend in. Not like what did Darby tell him? Like, oh no, just put your knees up, dude. I'll be fine. He actually coffin drops <laughs> onto the guy's knees. Who are up? It's like, oh heavens, man, you don't got to do that, Darby. But he does, and I love him for it. I love Takeshita. We've sung his praises a lot around here, but I just in a in a world of Andrades and Miros and Benditos and Pox, give me give me Darby Allen. Oh yeah, I'll mark, no problem. I'll I'll go out there and do the most insane thing you've ever seen. Oh, I'm losing? No, nope, that's fine. Probably getting Sting's retirement match. Just just level me for a couple months. Nothing matters. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Uh, awesome. I I love it. And 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 important to do because similar to the MJF and Cole Devil thing of like the whole the, the big. One of the big problems with the devil is that MJF is the only thing that they have going on. There's no other purpose for them to exist. They've said it out loud until they line up those titles. Um, you know, what is the Callis family doing now that Kenny Omega's on the shelf, right? The, in in theory, the whole point of the Callis family was to put Kenny Omega on the shelf. It's like, well, mission accomplished. Like, what are you doing while that's while that's going on? And it's important and I think very welcome for a the fans of the show who are in week in week out and, and, you know, Tony talked about the, the C2 um, being the, the, there's sort of the test and learn for how they want to be going forward. Right. He sort of alluded to that at the press conference. It's just, it's nice to see like the test and learn is like, we want to see the great wrestlers having one-on-one matches with other guys we know and like having these great TV matches goes a long way for us. And we have wanted to see Takeshita for months since he beat Kenny Omega twice in the same week. It's time to get, at what you've earned with this audience with these guys totally agree zoobs i also think it's worth pointing out this was as good as the best c1 matches to me uh yeah i would need to really examine that to maybe i shouldn't say the best however the weekly wrestling on dynamite didn't take a dip thanks to this match i still got my one guaranteed yeah. enjoyer and this was more unique than a lot of things that you get to see as well so just Hats off to these guys. Giant rehab for Takeshita, I felt like. Feels like an absolute force. People will remember this. There's four or five highlights you can pull from this. Being like, oh, Takeshita tried to kill Darby Allen. Look, we have it on video. We right. can show it at, at quarter speed slow motion. I love what Ashton Kutcher says here. Darby Allen and The Miz would have nothing to talk about. <laughs> would have nothing to talk about. Of course, people know The Miz is, is lots of things, but he's the worst wrestler ever and his ethos on wrestling suck or at least for us the fan i see people being like oh he's so smart he gets to wrestle forever because he wrestles so shittily so we you know he can just do this forever because he never gets injured it's like awesome 
Literally. I have to watch it. <laughs> what, what are you talking awesome. about? Awesome. Oh, that's the exact word he uses for it, too. That's crazy. I came to play. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Darby Allen is just fantastic. Like on Jin and Ju saying, sometimes it really is just that easy. Put amazing wrestlers on TV and let them wrestle. Yeah, Great performances back. by all here. We've never been more back. Then we go backstage. Uh, Takeshi is there, and he says he promos in Japanese, which I love. And then Dawn translates. Next week, back where it all began, Daly's place. Hey, Darby, we beat you up. Why don't you bring Sting next week? And we'll do you guys versus Takeshita and Hobbs. So I like this. You're kind of using Darby as the bait to get at the big fish. So, yeah, yeah. You, you want another chance? Tough guy? Okay, come here. And you got to think with big man Sting, uh, they should be able to fell these guys. But curious to see. I thought this was a good match and set up something I'm interested in watching on next week's episode of Dynamite. Good stuff. Yeah, very cool. I hate Daly's place, though. I wish they wouldn't go there. Yeah, it used to be more like Weekly's place. <laughs> yeah. The way they were running it back in the day. Well, it really, you know, it really did. Weekly's place. Because they're there every week. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I knew what you were getting at. It wasn't, a, I got it for sure. Mm hmm. Power Soup. Not a bad name for them. Eddie Kingston's out on commentary for this next one. Enormous reaction for him. Great to see. Everybody loves the Triple Count champion. Zoops, help me out here. Should it be... Oh, wait. Hang on. I'll do the keep it or kick it, and then you can give your opinion, actually. Love that. Everybody, you know the rules. Keep it or kick it. Two out of three. Here we go. Keep it or kick it. This statement. The three belts signifying Eddie Kingston as the Triple Crown champion should be merged down into one belt visually. Lots of votes coming in. A lot of feet are in the air. It is Ashton Kutcher kicking, Sludge Williams kicking, Gritchy click kicking, Niblitz 05 kicking, four kicks in a row there. Then three more from CSUP, Sam Fells, and I am Ahab. Seven, uh, a keep from Irish Mac, a keep from Cadenza. Uh, then another whole boot full of kicks. Uh, Qui-Gon Jin and Juice, Dennis Dirty Work, OC and Best Friends. Cycling to Sedin's Heights, MRL, and Area Thrasher makes 13. Danny DeRosha likes the new belt. That's a keep. And Bobby Burritos with a keep. 4 to 13 there. But a little 80, 80%, 80-plus 80 percent kicking that idea. And what about you, Zoops? I would also probably kick it. I Listen, you you say many times quite, quite well that, like, really nothing that happens in wrestling should be all that confusing and should not be able to really understand it. I don't really get the, like... Eddie's dragging all these things around and like the new Japan strong is uh, on the level of the ROH world championship and this new thing. Like he's actually defending this new belt independently 
even though the prize to win it was to win the champ was to win the tournament. I thought it was like uh, he's going to be that champion for a year, sort of diamond ring um, sort of thing. Uh, totally misunderstand sort of the the the, th- the three belt thing, but um, don't think I would bring it down to one. It's that, that would be to me that would be a fourth belt. I'm already I'm already dumb enough. <laughs> yeah, so that is one way of looking at it. Yeah, the logistics of this are not. Uh, to my liking, where it's like he's defending this one, the New Japan Strong title, they don't operate in America anymore, and he's still going to have to operate as a Ring of Honor champion, I guess. Um, I see RL being like, imagine King Takabashi going down to one belt, please. That literally happened. I don't have to imagine it at all. They, they made the Triple Crown into one title for him, and he defended it. I, I don't have to imagine. I can see I can see the photos. I watch the videos. Although I love to imagine. It's probably John Lennon, but only for that. And... Uh, <laughs> And so Eddie Kingston's out here with his three belts, and it's Brian Keith, Trent, and Vikingo, and Brian Cage in a fatal four-way for the next shot at the Triple Crown title. Um, And yeah, I'll go with Sam Fels here. I'm saying I don't understand why the Continental title is something to defend either. That's... Everybody else uh had to fight every week for uh, yeah two months and now he was gonna win in one fight and and he's tired brian cage is in a fatal four-way and has a chance the next week (laughs) yeah next year i if i were the fed i'd be like hang on a sec i'll enter the tournament yeah unless is there gonna be a fatal four-way that i could just do instead the week after because i'll (laughs) put me in that any unsigned ROH guys about to be in a four-way? <laughs> yeah, like, what yeah, in the world is going on? <laughs> give, Don't understand. Give me that one. Don't understand. Uh, nonetheless, I thought a very fun Fatal 4-Way here needs to be said. I felt like, what, 70% of this match is one of the three competitors in Brian Cage. He is all in this match. Uh, it's great. I think he's excellent. I think Trent... People say Trent's underrated, and it's kind of hard to say that because I think we all are aware of how good he is in ring, but he's very snappy and very complete in there, isn't he, Zoobs? He's fun to watch. But I'm most interested to get your thoughts, Zoobs, on Brian Keith. Is this a gentleman that you've seen much of before? And tonight on Dynamite, was he somebody that you thought, hey, I'd like to see more of this guy? Uh, hey, what is GMSI on his uh, on his pants it's in the Sega form? Get my shit in. <laughs> he always gets the shit in. That's his thing to lose. It'll get like, he always gets the shit in. Does he ever? Uh, that's great. That Isn't is truly great. great. Um, yeah, yeah. A lot of people are very passionate about Brian Keith. Um, right? It's some people people that know him seem passionate about him. People that I trust. People that I like. Um, already have a lot of people on the roster, and this is one of those things where people are. Or like sign him and put him in ROH. To me, that's basically not signing him at this point. <laughs> or worse. Um, which is to say, like like having him around, it's like having a good deep roster. I'd rather see I'd rather see him than you know the daddy asses, the Matt Hardys, the um, retread guys who don't want to be there. Like I'd rather see a a guy like this for sure. Seven times out of seven, no question. No question at all, and. I like his character, or at least I like that he has a character very clearly. He's the bounty hunter and the hat and the poncho. I haven't seen quite what everybody sees in him in ring yet, but I'm more of a character guy anyway. So he's somebody that I'd have a lot of rope for if they brought him in. I'd love to see more of him. But somebody's going to put a bounty out. Is he collecting bounties or is he just. Now we're talking. Yeah, but let him put a bounty bounty? on someone. Just don't make it me or the zoos, you know? 
Yeah, please. Although, if we're in the same place, he's going to have his hands full. Let's be honest. Yeah. I hope he brought a friend, is all I'm saying. And we brought Matt also, so. Numbers game. Imagine the three of us. There's not one for a wrestler on earth that could beat up the three of us. Maybe low key. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, very fun match, though. Trent picks up the win. Zoops. I was not expecting Trent to pick up the win. Selfishly, I thought Brian Cage, Eddie Kingston would be the most fun matchup out of these four. Uh, is Trent, did he feel like a, like, were you surprised when he got the pin? Um, yes. And uh, he is sort of of the group. I think the best one that you can allow Eddie to talk to and sort of have like history with, right? They've been in the same places. They've been in the same locker rooms yeah. for quite a long time for many things. And I think that's a good wheelhouse for Eddie to work in. And he can sort of play into like he was somebody that you could you could say pretty easily was on sort of Trent's level not that long ago. Um, and, you know, Trent winning, as you said, he's hard to call him underrated when he's been such a veteran and we sort of know how good he is. But that was sort of an Eddie Kingston story for a long time as well. So sure. there is something to play in there about like stepping up and becoming great. So we'll see where I'd they go. Trent to talk about that. You, you just yeah. found a really good hook for the feud. It would be interesting to find some of the more stalwart guys if they outright said they found inspiration or jealousy, whichever way they want to take it about Eddie Kingston's ascent. I think that's really well laid out and Trent is a good candidate for that. Yeah. Nice idea. Uh, Vikingo is someone, I think people on the channel know that Lucha Wrestling isn't always my favorite, but in usage like this, it's like, okay, now you're in with Brian Cage. Pop off. It is unquestionably fun to have Vikingo run in there, bouncing all around God's green earth, tossing Brian Cage all over with his legs, and then he's knocked out on a huge piece of offense. That's the best use of it possible for me. Uh, Bandito, or sorry, Bandito, uh, Vikingo, somebody I'd be very interested in seeing is one half of a tag team with somebody who's a little bit more nuclear in their approach. I think that could be incredibly interesting. Like Vikingo and Ethan Page. I know that I like that guy a little bit more than some of the people around here, but somebody stylistically in that vein, Vikingo and... I don't know if they signed Timothy Thatcher or I don't know if any names come to mind for Yuzu. Somebody on the little slower and more technical side. But do you know what I mean? Like a mismatched pair of Vikingo where he's a splash might be a fun use of him. Yeah, that's a good that's a good shot. We'll see. And then, I mean, continue to build a tag team division, please. 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 Lance Archer says Marlon Phillips. There you go. Lance yeah. Archer and Vikingo is an awesome tag team. <laughs> I'm in. Imagine the moves Vikingo would do off of Lance Archer's shoulders. Lance would roar. Great idea for a team. Daddy Magic is backstage with Renee, and he's about to start speaking. He's excited that uh, he's going to be on commentary in the main event of Dynamite tonight for Daniel Garcia, his buddy, who he loves, and is really it comes across as very authentic his support for Daniel Garcia. It's very charming, and uh, it's it's nice. He wears it very well. And then, Zeus, I'm about to say a piece of hyperbole, which I try to do not on the show very often. So I apologize. This has to be the best interruption in AEW history. Wow. Credit to Hangman Page, who understands what it would actually take to interrupt somebody about to do a wrestling promo, especially somebody of the octane of Daddy Magic. As Hangman storms in here, mad as hell, like a barn cat shaken up in a box, runs in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Almost like out of his head. I'm here to kick someone's ass, Renee. I don't care what's going on here. Find me someone. I'm looking for a fight. And he's just spouting off. He's furious in a way that you don't often see Hangman Page. And then he's out of there like a tornado rolling through town. 
I loved this hangman page. Give me more of the fired up hangman page, man, on a mission style. Loved the way the hanger came across here. It would be a big addition to the show to have like a chaotic uh, hangman page running around right now. Big, big time. How? Oh, that would really be great. He could be in any position you needed him to. He could be way up there or lend a lot of credibility to something around here right now. Yeah. No question. You were you 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 were struck. I imagine this felt like a different hangman, like I was. Yeah, no, it feels like a, a, a huge. Uh, and he's a mustache, right? Pointed out as well. Nobody, uh, few people on earth, a bit more use of useful of a, a addition here than a hangman page and a mustache. It's bread and butter. It's meat and potatoes. This is how it's meant to be. Um, what would you think if I did it, Supes? I would hope you wouldn't uh, always be choking. Be my, be my well, I'm just hope. trying to make the beard look invisible. Yeah, it looks like you're it looks like you're choking. Well, I mean, it looks like you're choking. Later, <laughs> does that less? If you did that, I think it would look bad because your hand would be. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, ignore the hand. You know, I'm trying to. I'm trying to give you a. a you look great, idea. Josh, but your chin looks like two hands. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what is this? a hand chin. Uh, I can't. A literal man. It's okay. like, oh, hang on. You move, move your, your hands. Move your hands. Look like. Move your hand. I want to see your chin. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're choking. Yeah. He's like a kid playing peekaboo. There's that well the universe you changed matter. See, this doesn't look like I'm choking though. No, oh, is that what I should have is that the way to do it? You you you're you're a longer beard than I do. It's I right. discovered from making your remote. Anyway. You look great. I'm sure you would look great. Supposed to, we're all supposed to have mustaches now. Right. I read that. Oh, really? Yeah. That's great to know, actually. Now that I know we're supposed to, I'm gonna. Yeah, you should. I want to be doing it. I should too. Main event. It's Daniel Garcia versus Swerve Strickland, a uh, matchup that I think rightfully struck a lot of interest with our listeners on our Twitter account. Our timeline very much lit up for the announcement of this one during the day today. And I thought it largely delivered with Swerve Strickland. I mean, proving his size, like getting, you, you forget sometimes he is bigger than these guys, bigger and stronger and cooler and snarling. I think you used the word very complete to describe him a couple weeks yeah. ago. That's really how he felt in this match to me. What did you think of this version of Daniel Garcia? Really fired up, fighting from under, trying to get away from the dancing, even though <laughs> almost hypnotized into it by Prince Nana or, or successfully. Uh, what, what do you think of this Daniel Garcia in the match? Uh, they gave him a lot of kickouts. Wowee. They gave him a lot of like uh, fighting spirit and a lot of energy and a lot of uh, I guess endurance and stamina. They really yeah. uh, laid that on. I think you guessed you, the storyline is you you earn that for this for the classic. I guess that makes sense, right? You sort of add that to your game, needing to level up, needing to add um, a gas tank, needing to add that that ability to go. You know, the twenty five minutes, if you will. Which is um, so cool. I think it's I think it's a neat little wrinkle to add in and and uh yeah I think I think we're getting we're getting close right like they're both over they're both super over and they're both very good at what they do and this is sort of the idea we talk about this being like a we're back dynamite like it's stuff like this is like you have two guys that are over being good at wrestling uh wrestling and having a finish and one guy being better than the other but the guy who loses is not really losing anything for it and it's so funny back on the Daniel Garcia is main eventing dynamite run, which we had a couple years ago where it was like, he sneakily main evented dynamite like four times in a year. Um, he's used to it. He's been up there before many times wrestling bigger names than Swerve Strickland, as a matter of fact. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool for him. 
Keep it or kick it. This Wait. statement. And just play it once, Maddie. Daniel Garcia will win a Dynamite main event this year. Keep it or kick it. 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 Keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it. loving it people keeping it all over the place unanimous um, keeps you remember him of course famously winning the pure title i want to say over will yuda in the main event yeah and the brian match you won was on dynamite wasn't it in I don't buffalo know it was the main event correct yes uh I think it was in buffalo they gave, they gave him the pure title oh well, that would make sense he got super over um beating oc yeah that's not bad that is your direction we go with the inter- yeah Sapa. I'm, I'm liking the smell of that so I remember we did our uh, wants. Was that what was the shopping list? Whatever we did, the little list game we did the other week. Fix it list. Fix it list. I think I, I think I think I had Takeshita to that title as my like hot shot. But maybe maybe beating OC is like a nice. That's a nice level to go up versus, um, you know maybe doesn't know that that's the right direction for Takeshita. Interesting. Very I mean, interesting. I said it on fix it list. I still really like the Takeshita answer because it gives you a chance to make that title really international if you can go defend it in DDT. Like that's something yeah. only Takeshita can really offer you and I think it would be very cool. Um, do, do, do. Very good. Yeah, very good. Very good. Uh, like I like this main event a bunch. I, like you mentioned, there were the close kickouts were fantastic. I just like the way Daniel Garcia wrestles. It's very cut and dry for me. And Swerve Strickland as well, of course, but we talked more about him, uh, given that Daniel's mostly been wrestling on collision. Awesome. Awesome to see these guys, but I hope that this leads to more than a good hand, Daniel Garcia. He's ready. I'm ready. The fans are clearly ready. They should be looking at Swerve Strickland, Daniel Garcia, not as equals yet, but at two guys who should be equally top of card and a feud that feels more peer-to-peer should come their way in the future yeah well said good dynamite good dynamite man good dynamite man i enjoyed the hell out of this especially the back half um it really got cooking yeah fun 6.25 from me soups i i'll meet you there i think i'll meet you there love it love being at 6.25 with you love dynamite tonight love when the show is good and uh ashton it doesn't have to be the end of the show i'm going to be watching uh wrestle kingdom in the discord you can come hang out with the the original swagman and i in there the original swagman and you i mean that's forget this garbage me and matt (laughs) (laughs) there's only one sword and shield brother um oh ashton you're saying not the end of the show dynamite what happened after the match was there a post-match we didn't see Hangman Swerve Fracas. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah, Hangman comes out, and it's going to be Hangman Swerve 3. I thought that you could have gone somewhere else with these guys. You both watched my reaction to this. You, you, yeah. I mean, it's going to be, listen, it's going to be hot. It's going to be, it's going to be good. But yeah, you, I, you like, I was pretty happy about Swerve being moved on and, and, and calling out Smojo and being ready for gold. Yeah, me too. I, I'm not really sure what you do here. Is it just three wins for Swerve? Or I don't know. Maybe maybe he waits. What he I does said wait. on our post show. What's that? I said Hangman will be the next champion. Oh yeah, you did say that. So it's Hangman beating Swerve. 
to get a shot at Joe, which he wins, and then Swerve comes to Hangman for the quadrilogy. Yeah. Marlon feels like that. they're both going to go at, after Joe. Maybe a triple threat. Could be. Be a good triple threat. So you get we don't get it we don't get a decision in the th- in the third match then if they sort of tie mm. to get into the third anyway anyway we'll figure it out I'll, I'll let you figure it out maybe it's a good scene maybe I maybe I was too quick to dismiss it as just a rematch between those two guys we'll see really good dynamite though I had a blast watching this tonight I th- I think the world of Takeshita and Darby Allen I hope that was clear I really love that match yeah. 